0: Block Talk Radio Yet our best trained, best educated, best equipped, best prepared Troops refuse to fight Matter of fact, it's safe to say that they would rather switch than fight. Welcome, 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 welcome to another edition of Nothing But The Truth. I'm your host, Mr. Evan Brooks, and today's date is September 1st, 2012. It's Labor Day weekend. This show is brought to you by www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash mb underscore truth. Go there, subscribe to the show, add me as your favorite once you log on to Blog Talk Radio, as. Me as your favorite, follow me through that way, you can subscribe on iTunes. Nothing but the truth is on iTunes. Go there, get the show also you can get on Android and get the show as well too. The show's been going on since two thousand seven like I say, this show is gonna be talking about issues that affect us the most, you know, not just relationships but everything in between the those between the relationships I mean politics of rights issues, you know, police brutality, and know what can we do to make this place better, because if we're expecting other people to do the stuff for us, which you're not, as you see, they're not going to do anything, so it's up to us to make that change. So, without any doubt, you can call into the show. It's going to be a short show today right here, but the number is 646 716 The show that we're going to be talking about, and I left it blank on purpose right there, Is that, you know, why do we have more jails than schools? You know, a lot of people wonder about, you know, number one, the United States is number one when it comes to having the most incarcerated people throughout the world. That right there is nothing to joke about right there. And a lot of people are getting locked up over chump stuff. I'm not saying that everyone should be free. I'm not even talking about freeing everyone, but there's a difference from serious offenses to lesser offenses. Petty crime, why would you lock someone up for 35 years? You got some states that lock people up and they lose their whole life right there from the get go before it even starts. Six million people, to be exact, are locked up in the United States penal system. So if you look at the stats right there, the ratio of that is. For 743 people locked up, every 100,000 Americans are free, you know, if if you do the ratio right there. No other country comes close to that. And did you know in Texas alone, they have sentenced more than 400 teenagers' life in prison? So it was really, really, really bad. And we have to do things to correct that right there. And you say, how do we correct that system right there? First off, I don't know how it works for y'all, but when I was in North Carolina, they always put out there on a voting ballot, you know, if would you like to help donate money to help with the prison system? You can write no all you want to on that, but you are helping regardless of you either voting, not voting at all. Because they take the taxpayers' money. Let me break it down to you. They take the taxpayer pay, uh, taxpayers' money to use that incarcerate people, and you're flipping the bill for it. Now you're saying people aren't supposed to be locked up. Yeah, if you do a serious offense, and you know what serious offenses are, compared to petty offense, with this whole thing about. You know, locking up people because of drugs and stuff. That could be easily solved right there. We can start taking the war on drugs to the countries where we're getting them from instead of letting them get into the country and getting the person on the corner. You didn't do anything but took one person off the street, the little person off the street. That's not a major effect right there with a little person on the street right there. Someone's going to replace them the next day. But if you take the kingpin... Out of the plan right there. You take him out. The man who's the head of the organization of the crime, it's going to be a while before it can be rebuilt back there. It's just the old saying, like my grandma used to say, you cut the head of a snake, the body would die. But if you cut the tail of a snake, it's going to grow back. Okay? And to go on uh, the whole thing, I'm not trying to talk about race, race, race. But to look at the statistics, and this is straight statistics right here. You know, with more than half of black men with high school diplomas, there are going to be some times they will face time in jail. It bounces off of opportunity, to be honest with you. If we tell our kids and we let our kids drop out of school and have no consequences behind us as parents instead of letting the, the jail system regulate that they're not going to better themselves so it's just going to be a cycle repeating after another cycle you know longer sentences that pass for petty drugs as you see you know weed you know heroin you know longer sentences you know because, you know, those drugs right there were other drugs like cocaine, which is heavier than crack rate. Right you know, they were, back in the 80s, I don't know if you know, back in the 80s, they start pushing tougher drug laws. And they'll say this is supposed to take off, you know, clean the streets. The streets are still not clean, and that's been 30 years now and when Reagan got in there. So with that situation right there, you're talking about drugs being off the street. Drugs are still on the street. People could still get drugs. But the thing is, instead of correcting the problem, trying to resolve the issue as far as rehabilitating people once they get inside the jail system, making them get their GED and uh, trying to turn around and make them better citizens than what they were when they walked in, the only thing they're doing is sending them back in, letting them sit there not trying to correct the situation, overcrowding the prisons, and just driving people insane, okay? So when they get out, if you're used to being in jail and they didn't give you a lesson in learning it, look, you keep going here, these things are going to happen, instead of saying, hey, Let's go ahead and get you on a program. Let's get you on a work study program. Something that's gonna help you out. You know, you on a sentence of maybe five years or whatever. If you come back in here, you're in here for twenty. If they don't know anything, if that's saying, if if I bring a child in the world, only thing they know is to hit a hammer, hit a nut using a hammer. That's all they know. Growing up, growing up, you try showing something different. They they're not gonna compute because. First off, you know, human beings we're used to comfort. We're in comfort zones. When you pull someone out of their comfort zone, it's very disturbing. And as the older they get, the harder it is to pull someone out of their comfort zone. So the thing is we gotta have opportunities for these people. Now I ain't talking about the murderers, I'm not talking about the rapists, I'm not talking about those people, I'm talking about the people who have the lesser offense, the ones or doing this stuff not because it's just a cool thing doing, it because of survival. If they're sitting there still in the streets, things like that, I'm not making excuses for them, but you got to look at it as you don't have no way to feed your family, you, you're in survival mode. You don't care what the rules are, state it, put it right there, you're in survival mode. And you're going to steal, you know, if you give that guy a job, nine times out of ten, because you will have idiots. Nine times out of ten, you give him a good-paying job, he's going to have good benefits to provide for his family, to make sure everything's good with his family. He's not going to commit a crime. He's not going to risk losing this. That might not be the greatest job in the world, but if it's paying good, it's providing benefits, you're helping out family members, you're he helping out his family, he's being a leader in his household. Because that's one thing that's missing in the black family right there, the positive black role model right There's not too many of us out there, and, and you don't give a chance for the young kids right here to grow up to be positive uh, role models. They get locked up all the time over chump stuff. That that ain't going to help, you know. Now, these people are being in the jail system longer and longer, and they're getting older and older. You're still flipping the bill, to taxpayer, to let you know they still have health care issues. They need to have taken care of getting sick and stuff. You know, you got to take care of these people. They're going to be in jail for 35 or 50 years plus. Guess who's paying for that? You're still paying for it. So, I mean, it makes more sense to get these people rehabilitated so they can be a product to the United States instead of being sitting there waiting, wasting. On lesser offense, because I'm going to keep saying lesser offense. I'm not saying everyone be free out of jail, but it doesn't make sense. We're at a time and an age of technology where education should be available for everyone. It's not like it's hidden. But yet we have these issues that's going on right there that people ignore, people don't want to talk about. Forty percent of the prison is black. But we only make up 13 percent of the population of the United States. There's a reason to that too, right there. You know, they don't want to have all those men out free. You know, they don't want them all out free because then they can be in those households taking charge of house. Because if you take, you break the family up, and this goes back to slavery. You break a family up, that family is going to be messed up. So that's okay. You know, after. The fear was you know after, you know after the Civil War, how are we supposed to keep these uh these freemen from running a muck prison system? Need I say more? My whole thing is what some people are saying and it's true too with this Robert gentleman case with Trayvon Martin is that you know with the, depending on the color depending on if you got the right money and the complexion is caucasian you're going to be good to go you see right now that they went ahead and um uh, let go of another judge so now they got more time to find another judge more time to build a big case for Trayvon Martin to try to paint him as a criminal but they let this guy who uh, sat there after the 911 caller told him not to follow, not to follow him, to follow him and attack and kill Trayvon Martin. But they get him all the time. If he was black, if it was the other way around, let's be honest with you, it wouldn't been all these second, third judges coming in, you know. It had been taken care of with that one judge, and that was it right there. Okay? You know. Private companies get taxpayers' money. I was talking about that earlier. I want to jump back on that. Private companies get taxpayers' money for prisoners. In turn, these companies send their lobbyists to the capital to lobby politicians for harsher laws and longer prison times to increase the amount of customers, aka prisoners. That's the thing right there. They lobby for it, lobby for it, lobby for it. You know, it sounds like oh, they they're trying to. Serve justice. No. They're trying to serve that pocket and you know, that money to get in their pocket. That's the thing that you don't see right there. And you gotta think about what type of crimes are being committed. Because it's not it's not decreasing, it's increasing. And so that means you got to create more prisons and that's what they're trying to push for. Now, I used to watch Oz all the time, man, you know. They have Oz on there and you hear uh, the narrator talking to the audience and he brings facts to it. It's a fictional show, but the stuff that he brings to the show, like facts like that he did, it's true. There's one thing he was talking about. You know, if you're a convicted felon, even though you serve your time and you're done, you lose the right to vote. If you lose the right to vote, in my honest opinion, you're a second-class citizen because you don't have no voice. And then they don't want to hire a felon. They don't want to hire anyone with a criminal record. Well, a black person, that's that's death sentence right there, and it's got to change right there. One thing we can do to change that, we need to turn into our own people that have businesses in the communities and need to start supporting one another. Give a person a break right there. Let's stop uh, talking to the ones that know they won't hire you, and if you lie on your record, they, they're they going to fire you right there on the spot, so you, you can't do that. We've got to come together and work together to make something happen. Now, I've seen commercials now that they're helping people or a TV show where they're trying to help people who had went in jail and got out and trying to find a job. And this is really helping them out right here. But we can't wait on no TV show to get into your neighborhood. we got to make up time to do this right now. Whether it's just someone cutting your grass or whatever to someone doing construction work. I'm not sitting there saying, put them in a... The most secure job where if they were doing grand theft, auto, or whatever. But I'm saying, you got to give people a chance. we got to educate people. we got to rehabilitate people. But going back to, you know, you losing your right to vote, that's not a cool move right there, you know. And it's been going on for years and years and years. So, guys, even though you did your time and you served your time to say you're getting out, you say I did my time, I won't go back again. That's a good move. But you won't have the right to vote in some of these states. I recommend this. My opinion about this is that the lower the population in jail, let's look at the education system. Let's work on the education system. Let's stop all these dropout rates in our communities. We need to have – well, I, I recommend for people who have money, people out there who is entrepreneurs, let's go ahead and invest in these math uh, buildings that they're now advertising as a franchise. These math buildings, I forget what they're called, but – basically what takes place is that they take what you have that you bring to the table basically as far as your money they bring the teachers in you have the business going on people come to bring their kids to the school building where it's not a school building it's a facility and you teach them you tutor them you give them a, a leg up a real good leg up in mathematics it should not just stop with mathematics it should go with Along with reading, along with history, the history that you see in the textbooks and the real history that you know is true that they won't put in the textbooks because you know they don't want to harm anything. You're harming people by telling false lines in these fake-ass history books. Let's do that. Let's do the mathematics. Let's get them on financial management. Let's get the young kids on financial management to understand the value of money. Don't get tricked because you see the LeBron James shoes. I'm not trying to knock them down, but let's not get tricked off a $300 pair of shoes. What could you do with $300, period, besides wearing some shoes? That's a fashion statement. Let's understand the concept of money. Let's understand saving for tomorrow. Let's make our children have a better future than what we have. Today, that's one thing we need to have taken care of too. Go again, you know. Go ahead again, and just knock out the kingpins with the drug issues. If you have war on drugs, it makes more sense to take the war out there. We're willing to go to Afghanistan, go to Iraq, and we're able to send armies and stuff. We need to either set up sanctions or set up some type of military force. To be honest with you to restrict that type of movement going into our country. And not all of it's just coming through Mexico. you got other places that it's coming to. Let's be honest with ourselves. Let's be real with ourselves because people are getting paid off. When I say lobbyists are getting paid off, you got people coming from all different angles telling people, look another way or look this way, and we'll put something in your pocket. Take out the lobbyists. Take out the lobbyists who push this because really – the common person loses their voice when it comes to lobbyists. Lobbyists are run by corporations. Corporations, in a sense, is an entity, is a person. In business terms, they are considered a person, a corporation. We need to get that taken care of. We need to get that regulated heavily because if we don't, we're all going to lose our voice. You can protest, protest, and protest all you want to. If you got a politician who's corrupted... By the degree of money, nothing's going to happen. Once we sense that, once we know that someone's like that, we should use all our effort to vote that person out. Now, if they're doing the right causes as far as helping people, you know, Medicare, things like that, trying to get people to have better lives, and they're not thinking about the concept of, well, how much money can I get paid as a senator or a House of Representatives? Or whatnot, keep them in. But if you got people who get money, stuff in their pocket, and they know it's wrong, but they're saying to them, you know, like they did in Pulp Fiction, you know that that feeling that you have in your chest that feels real bad—that's pride. You let that swallow down, and you let that money drown that out because pride ain't gonna get you nowhere. The thing is, they know it's wrong but they won't say anything, but they'll talk against it. You can see that on the news sometimes with the media. The media go out there and talk a big storm about, hey, this is so messed up. This is jacked up right here. And they can't agree with it. Look at their eyes. Body language tells a lot of things. If you look at people's facial expressions, they say more than what their words do. How they pose, how they walk, their mannerisms, things like that. Once you grab that, once you see that, you understand what I'm talking about right there. Because they don't believe all that. Another thing that we can do to prevent anyone even getting into the prison system is to have more opportunities in our community. we got to make more sacrifices for our kids. I know everyone's out to get themselves. I kept hearing this all this week. Oh, man, I'm out to get for my own, you know. We can't be like that when it comes to our kids. You shouldn't down your kid down. And this happened to me. I was graduating from high school, and I wanted to go to college. And I went to college. But it was one of my friend's parents, and I tell my mom this story. It was one of my friend's parents that uh, was asking me, well, you you about to graduate from high school. What you plan on doing? Well, I'm going to uh, go to college. I'm going to North Carolina T State University. Uh, you ain't going to death. You'll be right back. You'll be right back with us. Why would you say that to a child? Even though I was, I think, 16, 17, why would you tell that to a young mind? You ain't going to mount to anything. That's basically what you're saying. You ain't going to mount to anything, and you're going to be right back here where I didn't mount to anything because that's the norm. We shouldn't show our kids what's the norm. That shouldn't be the norm, really, particularly in our, in the black community, it should be uplifting, you know. Even though you might see that, every you need to get your child's mind and eyes away from that stuff and show them the other things that's out there. I don't care if you got to drop 30 minutes or whatever once a week to show them something different. Show them different options. My dad showed me different options. My mom showed me different options. I took what that woman told me. And I made sure that I wasn't coming back. And I didn't come back. I didn't come back. If I come back, I come back to visit my family. And my place is not bad, but there's nothing there. It was nothing there. It was a dead end. It's like, after high school, what's next? And I was already thinking 10 steps ahead. Your child should have the same mentality. And you shouldn't tell your child. You shouldn't let no one tell your child they ain't going to amount to anything because... When you tell a child that you kill a dream, you're a child, you know, that's a dream killer right there. You shouldn't kill a child's dream. And people like that are just mad and jealous because they fail to see the opportunity with light ahead. Because each generation, opportunities open and open for so much and so much time. You got to know when to pick it. And I ain't talking about the negative opportunities. I'm talking about more positive opportunities, you know. And you can be like, hey, you know, you can go to the military. That's one thing. Hey, you can go to college. That's one thing, you know. You can do this if you go to college. You can travel out here. This is what this is, can ultimately end up being. You can change your whole lifestyle around you. Yes, you got to put in hard work. You're going to have to sacrifice your time. You're going to have some blood, sweat, and tears, but you will be excel. It's not an option. That's what you should tell your child. Don't let your child walk around because someone told them they can't. When people tell me I can't, I run over them. That's the mentality you should have. Your child should be like, well, someone told me that I can't do it. I'm about to show them wrong just because I say I can't. I ain't saying get cocky, but don't be a coward. They need to have confidence in what they do. You know, that self-destruction that we have going on, that crab in a barrel mentality, it's got to end. We wouldn't have this whole situation with the prison stuff. So we got to help one another out instead of looking down on one another. Because if we do that, if we help one another up, it helps, it helps us. It builds both of us together. can't sit there and kick your brother, man, or your sister down the neck and then look like, oh, I'm, I'm good and money and stuff like that. That's not what it's supposed to be about. And we have to demand more. With the school systems, we have to demand more. We take that with the the school, the county, the state, even federal. Because if we don't and if we just let everything go as it is, we're going to be ignored. We're going to be considered second-class citizens, just like the people that were convicted can't vote. And, you know, closed mouths don't get fed. So we need to get that too, our kids. Our kids need to be fed that knowledge so they can go on and be better people than what we were in the past, you know? Each generation should be moving up. It shouldn't be be at the same level or be reversing back. And some people want to reverse back, but you shouldn't be like that. You should never be undermined, underrated by anyone. Don't let no one tell you you ain't worth value. They don't know you. They're not God, so let's correct that right there. Well, I thank you for tuning in to the show. My name is Mr. Evan Brooks. You can tune in any time to listen to any podcast that I have by going to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash mb underscore truth. Also, you can check on Blog Talk Radio all the other shows that I did and what comments people put. Add me in. As a favorite, go to that site that I gave you. Take the emblem and post it on your page. If you're on Facebook, Black Planet, MySpace, any blog that you know, start grabbing it and post it on there. I see people doing it. I want people to get this word out to them so everyone can understand what we're going to. My goal is to try to get 10,000 people to start listening to the show weekly. So I'm pushing for that. I'm ambitious. I know that sounds like that's not a lot, but... I want to start with that right there cuz I left a couple of a few months back and people thought I went away but I'm I'm back. So, I'm back and this is a live show. Again, thank you for tuning in and God bless.